Hello, it's Sports McGuffins. I'm Nick Schwartz. Ah, normally you would hear Daryl and Corey, maybe Chase or John joining me, but tonight I come to you from Edinburgh, Scotland, and I'm here, well, partially for work, partially for pleasure, but traveling through the greater UK. And I have to say, it's the longest I've been away from sports, to the point that I've been getting to go mad. So, just to give you, I'll I'll hit some of the main stories here in a minute, and this is more of a filler episode until I can return. Uh, The boyos got a little busy, so they weren't able to quite do a full episode, but that's all right. That's all right. I understand schedules get tight. We'll be back to our normal thing next week, a release on... Oh, what is it? Is it Tuesday morning? No, Wednesday morning. So, let me fill you in a little bit on the trip here. So, uh, my first weekend, I thought to myself, I'll be able to watch football. No problem. I've got my trusty phone. I've got some Wi-Fi that pops up in several places throughout the city of London, which is where we were at the time. And I thought, yes, this is it. I'll be able to sit down, watch some football while I sit here at RTX and chat with some of the folks who are coming through. And I flipped on my phone and I flipped over to ESPN. Well, wouldn't you know? ESPN's not allowed to stream outside of the U.S. Aside from some football games. Footyball. Straight up football. Kicky kicky. Soccer go net net. So now... All right, I thought to myself, that'll be fine. Just go ahead and uh, take a look-see at the other option, which is Fox Sports. Well, it turns out Fox Sports has the same problem. What's available in the UK? No US games. Well, I thought to myself, I guess I'll just have to settle for some... Sunday NFL, and I'll just see what happens with the Longhorns. It's a six-hour difference anyway. So I woke up the next morning. The Longhorns had beaten the crap out of USC. What the hell? It was unusual in that it, I actually got to see the highlight, so it's not like I'm just coming into this completely blind. <clears throat> but it was one of those things where I thought to myself, my God, it would be very, very nice if... Oh, I'll be damned. I'm flipping around on the ESPN page right now. And the first thing that pops up is football. And I thought to myself, perfect. But it's goddamn soccer. (sighs) Okay, it's alright. So I want to look at some games that had popped up from this past weekend. Uh, Like I said, the Longhorns ended up getting a big win. And I would like to see where the hell college football is, but it looks like they don't like to show it over here in the UK. Where can I find it? Ah, shit. Alright, let's see here. It was week three. So, week three football. Let's take a look-see, shall we? My God, folks. I'm going to put it to you lightly. I like traveling, but I don't like traveling quite that much. All right, so let's look at some of the main scores, shall we? 
Washington got that big win, 21-7 to over whoever they played. It doesn't really matter. Three games ended up being postponed because of the upcoming weather. We had talked about that last week. Uh, let's see here. But looking at some of these games, Clemson, of course, got their win against Georgia Southern. Penn State with a huge win over Kent State. Georgia, obviously. Um, not a lot. And Virginia Tech, East Carolina was a game that was postponed. And then we've got teams like Notre Dame. Oklahoma State crushed Boise State. Boise State was ranked at the time. They have now dropped out of the rankings since then. Number 19, Michigan with a big win over SMU. But a big game was unranked at the time. BYU taking on a, I think they were a top 10 team in Wisconsin and beating them 24-21, to dropping Wisconsin out of the top 10 and BYU into the top 25. Meanwhile, LSU barely gets a win over Auburn, 22-21, to on the last second field goal. <clears throat> and you know what? It's interesting to watch LSU again, and Auburn to a certain extent. Auburn's, people talk about SEC football and that, well, first off, it's the best in the world, SEC, SEC. So, obviously, you already have that bias. But coming from a, a group of people who don't care for the SEC, it's nice to see a couple of teams that are interesting go toe-to-toe and actually be a fun game. So that's the, the thing that we've been looking at. LSU, now ranked six, gets the win over Auburn. Great game. Uh, I wish I could go back and watch it. In fact, when I get home, I will be watching more highlights from that one. Ohio State, meanwhile, ranked fourth. Beat TCU, who was ranked pretty highly until this loss. But uh, the Buckeyes get that win 40-28. to And then Washington got a win over Utah. I think Utah was ranked before this game happened, but after the loss fell out of the rankings. Arizona State was also ranked at the start of this game. They finally went up into the rankings. They lost to San Diego State 28-21. to And, you know, so, so things are just moving around a little bit. I and here's here's the real kicker is that these games I won't be able to watch again this week. It's a little bit it, it hurts it hurts my soul. It hurts my soul a little. And I know the guys will be able to cover it hopefully maybe. We'll see. But I'll also be back on Tuesday evening, which is when we normally record this. So I'll be exhausted, jet-lagged, and everything. I'm going to show up, and I'm going to host it, and I'm going to be like, guys, you're going to have to tell us what the hell's going on. So that's my plan for when we get back. In the meantime, though, it seemed like a few good games this past week. Some close ones, some fun ones, and some ranked ones, which are always top, unless, of course, they're complete blowouts, which is what Ohio State TCU turned out to be. Alabama destroyed Ole Miss, which uh, everybody expected, because Ole Miss is terrible, and Alabama is the best team in the country. And hey, let's face it, they could probably beat a team in the NFL. That's what they say every single year. It's never going to happen. As for the NFL, looking at them, I know the Cowboys got a big win. Because why? Because they're my best team. And I wasn't able to watch that game either, because it was so late when it came on. I don't actually know if I can stream those games, but... They were able to get the win over the Giants, one of their hated teams, uh, a team in the same division. So it's a good win for them. It's a good win in the sense that, one, they had no offense, basically, in the first game of the season. In this game, 
they had some flashes of brilliance from Ezekiel Elliott. And we were able to put some points up, which was great. Move the ball effectively. Constant problem, though, for them, as always, is Dak Prescott. And while he had a great rookie showing two years ago, he was able to complete a ton of passes for a ton of yards. He was probably hitting just under 300 yards a game. Uh, And then he was able to um, pass for... You know, a lot of those yards in those games because of the way that the offensive line and the running game was able to open up the rest of the field for him. Plus, he had better receivers. Well, he was with, I believe he was under 200 yards passing again this game, and I don't think he's had over in quite some time now. So it's been a couple of seasons where he has, it's it's not struggling, it's just he's not been great. Critical third downs. Missing receivers, throwing behind them. He's not ever really been an accurate quarterback. But I think his rookie year, there was a lot of things that kind of put him in a good light. Again, the O-line, the running game, and the receivers kind of adjusting to his passes. And that's not something we've seen these past couple of years, especially with Des Bryant, one, last year, taking a step back, and two, not being here this year. And they don't really have star receivers in this game. Um, in the meantime, we had another tie in the NFL, which is practically unheard of. So, first off, having one out of the gate is something that I don't think had happened in, I want to say, at least 20 years, a tie to start the season. Um, but So that was ridiculous in week one between the Steelers and the Browns. But this past week... The Vikings and the Packers tied at 29. Kirk Cousins is on fire with Minnesota, passing for 425 yards and four touchdowns. And Rodgers, who's looking all right, but I guess there's been concern again about that knee that he injured in the first game. So the Saints get a close win over the Browns. 21 to 18. So the Browns are almost decent. I mean, they went toe to toe with the Saints, who were interesting. And the Buccaneers, once again, Tampa Bay, they are an offensive beast this year. Ryan Fitzpatrick, or Fitzmagic, as they like to call him now, passes for four touchdowns again. And this is a guy who struggled a ton with the two previous teams. Now he had a couple of good games here and there, but. Two straight out of the gate, especially one over the Saints, who's an offensive powerhouse, and one against the Eagles, who, while without their star quarterback, and Nick Foles, who has kind of regressed a bit, 27-21 to win over the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champions. Deshaun Jackson has had a strong showing, and I'm going to have to start trusting myself on that because I haven't played him in fantasy, and I really should because it's already my team not to do that. The Chiefs are really good again, too, by the way. Uh, well, Ben Roethlisberger passed for almost 500 yards, just 50 short, and three touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, who's a rookie out of Texas Tech, is passing all over the field. They had 42 points on that offense, which is ridiculous. Andy Reid is able to put together another offensive monster, and that's just the way he rolls every single year. The difference is now he has a passer 
to go with him and a running game that if, that is effective. Of course, having Tyreek Hill in the receiving slot is uh, quite a big benefit for them as well. And I don't know if anyone expected this, but the Raiders are 0-2, uh, and the Broncos are 2-0. and Case Keenum has taken Denver to a 2-0 and lead, uh, start of the season. Meanwhile, Coach Chucky, John Gruden from the Raiders, 0-2. Is it possible that he's not that good of a coach? Mm, but they don't have a pass rush. It's not really his fault. Except they traded away the guy who kind of was all the pass rush on that team. Plus they have one of the better quarterbacks and better receiving units. They have a decent run game. And they're 0-2. Mm, yes see a bit of a problem here. Of course, the Cowboys, like I said earlier, got that 20-13 to 13 win. Meanwhile, the Bears beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks are 0-2, and, and the Bears are 1-1. One and one. And uh, I honestly think that Khalil Mack is going to pay huge dividends for them. By the way, I had that Bears defense on my fantasy team, and I needed them. I was down by like nine points at the start of this game. And when I put them in, they got me 19 points. A defense usually maybe should be good for like 7 to maybe 12, maybe, if the defense is decent. And even though they gave up 17 points, they still got me 19. Oh, it was tasty too. So, that's a lot of the games from this past week. I know it's not quite the usual in-depth look that we normally would give, but... The guys are extremely busy, and I had a sports itch that needed to be scratched, so I thought I would do something real quick just to say hello, everyone, and play a little something. This week, the Jets and the Browns will be playing the Thursday night game. The Browns looking for their first win. The Jets looking to continue, well, to to do well. They lost their second game, which is a little surprising, considering they had such a great opener. Um, And Sam Darnold who is a rookie quarterback as well, who has had some great games. We'll be back. Plus the Saints and the Falcons, a game between two teams that hate each other. That's one to look out for at noon. Eagles-Colts could be fun. Eagles need a bounce back. Packers need a win over the Redskins after the tie this past week. And let's see who else. Broncos taking on the Ravens. Should be a fun game. Giants and Texans, two 0-2 teams. They both suck. Will they win? Maybe not. I would say that one team has to win, but so far we've seen each week that that's not necessarily true. The Cowboys once again play a 325 game because the Cowboys hate to play at noon when people can actually watch their goddamn football games. They'll take on the Seahawks, who are desperately looking for a win, and the Cowboys, who are meh at best. We'll see how they do. And then the Patriots-Lions, a game that could have been good if the Lions had been decent, but they're not. And they're 0-2, so they're looking for a win over the Patriots, plus Steelers and Buccaneers on Monday. High-fly offense against a team looking for their first win in the Steelers because, one, they can't win, and two, they can't kick a field goal. Ryan Fitzpatrick already has 800 passing yards in the season and eight touchdowns. That's ridiculous. You should look for him to return to earth, but who the hell knows if that'll ever happen because we seem to be huffing space fumes. That's not even a thing. I don't even know what I'm saying. It's just football, and I'm excited about it. Meanwhile, in college football, this upcoming week, going to look and see if there are any major games that are coming up. And it looks like 
I don't know how Miami's still ranked, but okay, good for them. Lucky, lucky, lucky. TCU in Texas, that's a fun game. TCU's ranked 17. Texas coming off a big win against USC and a much-needed win. Of course, they show up for big games. They don't show up for the Horned Frogs. So the Horny Toads might be looking to be sticking where the Longhorn sun don't shine. We'll see what happens on Saturday. That's a late game for some reason. Oh, wait. It's a late game. It's because it's showing me England times. My apologies. It's a 2.30 kickoff. Oh, I'm getting tired of these times. I just want to watch some football. Oklahoma State, Texas Tech could be fun. High fly offenses. But Texas Tech doesn't have a defense. I look for them to be totally crushed and their souls to be removed from their bodies. Oregon taking on Stanford. That should be good because Oregon's ranked 20 and Stanford's ranked 7. Otherwise, not a ton of ranked matchups this upcoming week. So unless there's huge upsets, upsets like Tulane taking on Ohio State. Hmm, wasn't Tulane who gave the Longhorns some trouble? Nope, that was Tulsa. TUL teams give me trouble too, it seems. Well, Georgia-Mizzou could be fun, but Georgia's ranked 2 and Mizzou. I was hoping to rhyme something with that, but I couldn't. They don't have shoes. Hmm. No. Purdue and Boston College could be fun. Boston College is actually ranked this year, which is great because normally they hit rankings at one point in the year, and then their souls are crushed the following week. We'll see what happens there. USC, Washington State. We'll find out if USC is actually as bad as we probably think they are versus Washington State, a team that we know is actually bad. So, lineup of meh games. Ooh, sorry, folks. I did miss one real important one as the Texas A&M Aggies, I believe, play host to the number one Alabama Crimson Tide, a thing that doesn't exist. It's not real. It's referring to elephants. I think. I don't know. That's what their mascot is, the Crimson Tide. Otherwise, it's just a big red wall of death. And it's rolling into College Station, the shittiest town on earth. It's not true. I actually like College Station. It's not that bad. And apparently, it's one of the more expensive places in Texas to live now. So good for you, Aggies. Not only have you made it so that you guys are an okay football team, but nobody can afford to live there after they graduate. Congratulations. And we'll see you in Austin because that's where all you Aggies move afterwards. All right. So... That's a big game to watch out for. Very odd that they would happen to put that, though, at 1.30 in the afternoon. Mostly because it's a CBS game, I assume. And CBS loves nothing more than to put garbage games on early. I'm sorry, good games on early and save the garbage games for late. I'll uh, amend my statement. And like I said, that's pretty much it. Auburn's taking on Arkansas, but Arkansas... They're the fighting Razorbacks, but so far they've been a bunch of little piggies ready for slaughter. So, not a lot of fun to be had, but there will be some good games. I think Washington, who's ranked 10, they have one loss in the season, taking on Arizona State, who's coming off their first loss. Arizona State falls out of the rankings. Herm Edwards is the coach there. I'm excited to see what he can do against the Huskies. And it's really a shame because Washington's logo is a big W, but they're the Huskies. They should really take advantage of that and take some... Take some photos. Huskies are cute. A big W is ugly. Although a big W, if it stands for a win, is beautiful. 
All right. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye because this has just been the ramblings of a man who's had a few things to drink in Scotland. And I want to say thank you so much as I come from Edinburgh to you in your homes or wherever you may be. We'll be back next week where I'll be leading the show and most likely wanting to pass out at every single moment as Daryl and Corey no doubt ditch, ditch, bitch about the loss of the Longhorns to TCU. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sports MacGuffins. And sorry it was so short. We'll see you next time.